everybody. We are so excited to be back with the Mary and Martha podcast, where we gather weekly to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. I'm Christina. And I am Keisha, and I'm excited to be back with y'all to talk about how Jesus's actions and interactions reflected that women are dignified, worthy, and qualified to walk in the glory he placed before us. I'm so excited uh, to sit here with Christina and talk to y'all about how Jesus saw the wonderful uh, the wonderful nature of every woman and mm-hmm. the wonderful worth of every woman. And so welcome to our little space on the internet. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> so we're here every Thursday. Um, come find us on any platform that has podcasts. Um, and we're also on Instagram at Mary and Martha Podcast. Email us at Mary and Martha Podcast at gmail.com. Remember to like and subscribe um, to the podcast because that's really how we get the word out there. And that's how we can share the word and build disciples. Can I just say, we haven't been in the studio together in a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, and I miss you. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't even say who <laughs> I can't even say who I've missed because honestly, I've been in a haze. <laughs> I don't know what today is. I'm gonna take it like you missed me. But if it's it okay. if it wasn't a calendar <laughs> reminder, I promise you, I'd have been on the couch just you know. Uh, you know, I'm so glad. <laughs> so let's get into the Mary Martha moment because Hold we've on. had. Do we actually have church announcements. Oh, we do? Yes. Okay, never mind. Okay, so our church announcement is that next month we turn one, y'all, which oh, yeah, is crazy. It's just Insane. crazy. Um, it's been it's been a year. Wow. And that we'll reflect more on it in March, but I think it's just exciting for us that we've been able to be consistent with the podcast for a year. Mm-hmm. We're consistent with the ministry for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've really done some amazing things that we're going to be like reflecting on throughout this, this season. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we're turning one next month. That is just that's God beyond me <laughs> beyond me it's crazy we've been doing this for a year and actually we are going to talk a little bit today about um, our what we've learned over the past year but I think what has made this year go by so fast is that um, I've had somebody to do this with because mm-hmm. I think if either for one sure. of us would have done this by ourselves it wouldn't have happened <laughs> the way I can, the way it has I happened. can tell you that uh, that whole third <laughs> trimester <laughs> The first trimester too, because I was tired then too. So I can say that right now, that wouldn't happen. So yes, yeah, it's very good, and to be able to plan around. Um, but let's not let's not get into it before okay, we do okay, our reflection. Right, right. But yes, yeah, so just just know that we're excited about being one. So on. now let's jump into the Mary Martha moment. Okay, girl, yours first. So um, mine is not Mary or Martha. Mine is an and um, because so as y'all know. Um, I have had my little baby. No, wait, wait. Can, can we tell the people? <laughs> what? Let me tell y'all. She was so excited. That's Carson background. She was so excited that we taped all of our podcasts in one day um, for January. And she told y'all to be like, remember you said, you said like the third episode, Marley's yeah. here. I think yeah. she's here. And I'm, yeah, I'm just sitting not, there laughing the entire she time. Was not, I want y'all to know that Mar- Marley did not come until February 4th. <laughs> she didn't come in nobody's January. She said she wanted to be a Black History Month baby. And I'm not mad at that at all. 
Um, so she turned three weeks on Tuesday, this oh, past wow, Tuesday. Yes, which is like crazy to me. Wow. I'm just like crazy to well, me. Well, you just had her. Yes. I, I mean, you did just have her. I did just have like, her. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my Mary and Martha moment, um, I'm sure all of you who have, uh, who have gone through the newborn phase can relate that um, having a child requires you to pare down like distractions uh like nothing else matters more than trying to keep this little this little bundle of joy or Mm. depending on what time of day it is this bundle of terrorism um really really beautiful cute terrorism Mm. uh you just have you have to pare down get rid of the distractions so you know responding to texts whenever um I don't know what's going on in the world. I promise y'all no idea what's been going on in the world the last no, three to four been, weeks. <laughs> but um, at first I was kind of on the Mary tip where I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to perform. And I think, you know, reflecting on some of the things that we talked about in past episodes, you know, as black women, as women, as black women, um, as professional black women, like performing is mm-hmm. what we do. And it's like you you do to have a reward, but that's not how it works with a baby. <laughs> with a baby, it's not about performance; it's just about presence. And so mm. I have, in the short amount of time that I've been a mother, learned to transition from performance to presence. And um, you know, we had some rough days, but we had we actually had a really good day today, um, which I'm very grateful for. It's like she knew that I was going to record. And so she was just like, let me help you here. <laughs> but um, but being able to just be fully present with her, like not attached to my phone, not attached to my my email has like 500 plus emails. If you know me, I'm an inbox zero every day at the end of the day kind of girl. And it just um, just being fully present with my child means that certain things just have just do not matter mm-hmm. in the moment um certain certain petty things just do not matter certain arguments just do not matter um and i'm grateful for that transition um and i'll talk more about it but that transition <coughs> was one that i feel like is really key and knowing that i can only meet her needs by being fully present with her and learning her um has just been really monumental so i don't even feel like i'm the same person so there's Look that God. yeah i've been petty for the both of us so it's okay well so that's not that that's a good thing <laughs> that's all right thing. So holding it down <laughs> i'm holding it down <laughs> over here for you <laughs> so, um, so my, what about you my mary martha moment is um i have i had a really rough week last week like um, I was, I don't know if you guys remember, but I was talking about a really big work project I had in February, mm-hmm. um, last month in January and we and got right had, up to the, but you had that summit, right? That was the summit. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 mm-hmm. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, got up to the last week of the summit. Uh, it was Tuesday, had a really rough day at work on Tuesday to the point where I was just like, you know what? I don't want to do this summit. I'm not, I don't got no interest in it. Yeah, I know it's going to help people, but you know what? I don't want to deal with it. And just had a really, um, just felt like Satan was attacking me from all different places. So get to the summit or actually get to Thursday. And I had two media interviews about the summit on Thursday. Shout out to my girl, Sunny at WPGC had an interview on her morning show. And I had an interview with NBC Washington. We get to the summit and it's like the kids are so into it. Mm -hmm. So there was one session on emotional abuse. And one of the teenager, teenage boys said, 
Yeah, I hear what you're saying about emotional abuse and why it's not good to have in relationships. But what if that's all I hear at home? How do I not put that into my relationships? Mm -hmm. So the fact to me, what he said was sad, but the fact that a male felt open enough to say that in a room full of other teenagers allowed me to know the impact that that day made. <clears throat> and since then, we've had uh, we had a whole article in the Washington Post. We had a whole interview on ABC7. I'm about to do a whole another interview tomorrow on another um, radio station. And uh, <laughs> one of your uh, one of your I can't say who it is yet, but a major figure in news is possibly interviewing somebody else big about my about what we did for my summit. So oh, that's great. All the negativity really spilled out into you know getting the message out, getting the word out, making sure that kids are safe and yeah so I had to pray real hard over the weekend <clears throat> because I knew you know I was coming into this negatively and I needed to change my perspective into something positive so I prayed I said Lord I need you to shut my mouth when I'm about to be negative please use my words to build up and not to tear down and then I felt a lot better mm -hmm. so that's Good. my moment Asha what you what you got going over there since we've been gone for a little while I told you already. I told you already. Can't she can't let you yeah. can't let you just chill. Thanks for the invite. Um well <laughs> February fourth was a good day. Was it? Wasn't <laughs> it? Wasn't it? Yeah, good things happen on February fourth. They do. Um, I will agree. Rosa Parks' oh, birthday yeah. was also on February fourth. I so forgot it was the same day. We're in good company, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um that would be uh, a Martha moment now because mm -hmm. I'm <laughs> over here running around with like a chicken with his head cut off. Yep. Mm. Trying to figure out where I'm going to have a wedding mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. if I'm mm -hmm. having a destination wedding or if I'm having a wedding at Diane Greenbelt or. Yeah, Diane Greenbelt. What? Like, it's too much. <laughs> It's too much, so I need to be merry and sit down. Mm. Can, or I, hire can I give you some unsolicited advice? Sure. <laughs> um, decide, like, the three or four things that matter the most to you. Like the non-negotiables. Yes. Yes. The non-negotiables. Decide it mm -hmm. together, and everything else is adjustable, so don't let it stress you. Mm -hmm. mm, that's good. That's it. Mm -hmm. My dad told me when I was getting married that um you know no matter how long because we were together we didn't get ma we got married on our five-year anniversary and he was like getting married is the first big project that you and your spouse do mm -hmm. and if you approach it like that then it makes a huge difference about the way that you kind of juggle and manage the stress stuff. of it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so just decide the things that matter the most to you and everything else is adjustable yeah. so don't let the non-negotiables stress you. The only things that should like push you to a place where this needs to be done are the things that you guys have decided are your non-negotiables. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And just let everything else go. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. And hire a coordinator. Yeah, so if you guys know anybody. I do, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Then <laughs> I, was, I was actually no, asking the M&Ms, but here uh, we go. Well, yeah. you know, m and no, my you sister. Can, you could, oh, she's a coordinator? Oh. My younger sister. Design is, event group? Is a, oh, is yeah. A, is an event designer. I didn't know she did weddings, too. She does weddings and events. Yeah, she's done two of my friends' weddings so far. 
good okay so shout out to i'll show you pictures <laughs> yes. she's amazing at what she does i wouldn't yeah. say that like i would just kind of i would talk to you after but like <laughs> no, no i see her work her work yeah. is really good yeah oh yes yeah, district events and design that's my boo all right she's district events okay that, that yeah mm-hmm. that was wrong district events and design yeah that's my boo Mm-hmm. so i'll give you her information good. she's really good at what she does she'll help you manage your stress or anybody else that you choose i'm gonna hit you up sis mm-hmm. <laughs> so m&ms if you have any tips any unsolicited advice for asha please send it to the um email marymarthapodcast at gmail.com or you know what and I'm we gonna will be checking it because y'all not finna stress her so well, i'm gonna put oh, up a post okay. that says mm-hmm. unsolicited advice question mark and we will be checking that too <laughs> we filtering right. it okay you not be stressing her out because then she won't show up for the podcast all right exactly <laughs> <laughs> gotta focus on what matters most remember i said non-negotiables so uh today on our group chat um like i said we were going to talk a little bit about what we've learned in the last year and what god has really put on us but before we jump into that i want to talk about the call that god put on all of our lives about this podcast so i'm going to jump right into jeremiah 1 4 and i'm reading from the christian standard bible um it says the word of the lord came to me I chose you before I formed you in the womb. I set you apart before you were born. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. But I protested. Oh, no, Lord God. Look, I don't know how to speak since I'm only a youth. Then the Lord said to me, do not say I'm only a youth, for you will go to everyone I send you to and speak whatever I tell you. Do not be afraid of anyone, for I will be with you to rescue you. This is the Lord's declaration. Then the Lord reached out his hand, touched my mouth and told me, I have now filled your mouth with my words. See, I have appointed you today over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and demolish, to build and to plant. I'm going to stop right there. So. This word um, was what God pretty pretty much God talking to Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a prophet. Um, Jeremiah. There was actually two theologians believe there were two Jeremiah's during that time. There was one major prophet Jeremiah, and this Jeremiah was a minor prophet, partially because he was he was young. He actually even says, you know, I don't know how to do this because I'm young, and God you know, tapped him on the shoulder and God was like, all right, look, you know what? I know what you're doing. I know you're a prophet. I know that, you know, you are helping my people, but you need a little, you need a little energy. I need Mm -hmm. to come to you and tell you something specifically so that you'll know all of this is from me. Mm -hmm. And I love how God says in verse five, I chose you. I set you apart. I appointed you. I chose you. I set you apart. I appointed you. Mm -hmm. And in those different stages, he said, I chose you before you were formed in the womb. So that means I chose you even before you were thought about as a child. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I chose you. And then I set you apart before you were born. So when you were in the womb, I set you apart and the uh, other translations say I sanctified you Mm -hmm. and then I appointed you a prophet to the nation. So after you were here, I appointed you a prophet to the other people, to the other nations. And that really spoke to me because when I thought about this last year and us getting to this point where we're a year old, um, whenever we get or at least whenever I get discouraged, um, I really have to remember what did God tell me about doing this? 
And we're coming up on our first birthday. And when I I know that before I get another year older, I start to get reflective. Like, yeah. how did I feel? You know, how was this year? I mean, that's what birthdays are for, mm-hmm. right? To reflect on the last year and what you want to do, how you set your intentions for the next year. Right, right. But, you know, we go through points in our lives where we are growing and growth hurts and it requires sacrifice. And God tells us to do something. When God tells us to do something specifically, we sometimes have to give up other things. And then we get upset and we ask why me. So when God gave Keisha and I this assignment to start this podcast, we were super excited. But guess what? It required the growth and stretching of our faith, our finances, Mm. overcoming fear. But at the end of the day, it produced fruit. And the fruit that it produced is what we see in ourselves and what we see in our tribe. This wasn't something that, you know, was, I mean, it was definitely planned out, but we didn't, I don't even want to say we didn't think we would get here, but I don't think we even imagined getting to this point and being mm-hmm. a year out. No, for sure. Because we had to have faith that one, we would actually show up for each other. <laughs> even though I, you know, I knew I was going to show up for you, but it's like, I'm not going to show up every week. I also think that year. I also think there there's also um, the intimacy of showing up mm. because mm-hmm. inevitably when you work with someone you become closer to them yeah. and even though we were we're friends and we've been friends for some time the closeness of our relationship has definitely changed absolutely given how what we've done not just over the last year because the last year is just the podcast itself but the last year and a half when we mm. were preparing and all that kind of stuff, the level of intimacy has grown, especially when the basis is Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then our finances. Uh, y'all may not know this, but we actually put our own money up for this podcast we because we know that we got to put some skin in the game. We also know that it's going to be some point where we don't have to do that. And the podcast is going to provide us with finances. Mm-hmm. Not that we do this for that, but it's like when we when you plant the seed of not just your faith but your money even with tithing and church god is going to give you so much abundance pressed down shaken together running over just because you put that skin in the game and you say all right god i trust you i'm gonna put up my own money i'm gonna put up my own time because i know that you're gonna bless me abundantly and then overcoming fear like this is scary and i know i know some people um, definitely can relate to, uh, you know, speaking in public or speaking to people about a topic. I've never been afraid of speaking in public, but talking about Jesus um, for 54 times at this point um, is scary because at some point you're like, am I going to like run out of things to say? Am I, which, you know, we, you, you would never talking about Jesus, but you get scared to say, you know, are people going to accept me? Are people going to be like, y'all a fraud. I knew y'all 10 years ago. Y'all ain't all about this Jesus stuff. Are people going to say, well, y'all don't have training. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. Why are you doing this podcast? But it's really, you know, God's grace and God reminding us that he chose us. He set us apart and he appointed us that really allows us to overcome that fear i think also like when you look at verse six um jeremiah protested because he said look i don't know how to speak since i'm only a youth now Mm. we're we're adults okay (laughs) um but i can relate to the idea that you don't know how to speak on this because i think that a lot of times um faith is considered to be uh uh private Mm. 
and um, for people who are private individuals like myself, um, talking about something that requires so much vulnerability is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also learn that faith is actually like personal, not private. Like our, our mm. faith should be public, but it should be personal first. And so I think the fear to That's me can one. come from um, in order to be authentic about what we're saying and how we're saying it that the personal was necessary mm-hmm. um, because then the public version of our faith, which is what we talk about here when we do um, ministry events, um, when we're invited to speak is that if the personal, if you ain't working on the personal, the public is going to be Tra- just trash, just <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. It's going to come out. Right. And so I, th- I think for me, I had to learn how to speak publicly on my faith because I mean, we can it's easy for me to talk about my faith with one of my close girlfriends who I also know is this way mm-hmm. it's another thing to talk about it with people who not some you know a lot of you we haven't heard from some of you we hear from a lot of you we haven't and it you're there's not really the feedback so you just don't know what the feedback would be mm-hmm. and so um I had to learn how to speak publicly on my very personal faith mm-hmm. and that was definitely something that was brought some level of anxiety. Mm, yeah. And like, don't let me embarrass you, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dear Jesus, please don't let me You know how my mouth can be, God. So, mm-hmm. you know. I'd be saying whatever. Yeah. And see, going on to verse six, like like you're on, the thing is like, Jeremiah protested. Jeremiah was like, nah, nah, nah. I, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And we often tell God what we are not and give him an excuse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, God... I'm not a minister, God, Mm -hmm. I'm not a theologian, God, I've never done a podcast before. And giving him an excuse does not um, stop the call on your life. Right. Right. Because he said he will be, don't be afraid of anybody because he will be there to rescue us. Mm -hmm. Like go and say what I said to say. Do, do what I said to do. Because even if you even if you mess up or make a mistake, like I'm not calling you to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm calling you to show up where I've told you to go and exactly. say what I've told you to say. And if something happens, I'm going to rescue you because you're in my will. Right. So, right. yeah. And whatever whatever God says will happen, whatever he commands us to do, we shall do. Mm-hmm. No excuses. No, you know what? Well, maybe, you know, God, if you want me to have a ministry podcast, how about I go get a ministry, uh, MDiv? Right. And then I come back and then I do the podcast. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. God didn't say do it in a year. God said do it now. Yep. And God will not call you and then leave you. Ain't that the truth? Mm-mm. He who calls us is with us. Yep. Like, I always say safest that, place to be is in his will child and the only thing God promised us is his presence mm-hmm. he is not going to leave us especially when he told us to do something specific and we don't feel like we're enough to do it he is going to complete us and in fact God works his best when you feel like you can't do it because yeah. then you don't have the ego of exactly. oh I can knock exactly. this out easy mm-hmm. oh I can do this in my own strength it's when you are scared yep it's when you're right where you're supposed to be mm-hmm Amen. Mm-hmm. That. <laughs> Hello. So we have to have faith that we will do our part and that God will never leave us. So don't grow weak in your faith 
because of your circumstances, because of what you're not. Don't now stop believing God and now stop saying, saying, okay, God is going to see me through through whatever. Like, no, if God told you to do something, he will not call you and then leave you. Amen. So let's talk about um, this past year a little bit. So Keisha, mm -hmm. what has made you grow this past year? Um, so I thought about this and, uh, I think the thing that has the number one thing that has made me grow this past year is realizing that consistency is key mm. mm -hmm. and that it's easy to do something well once mm. it's easy to, to do a one-off. It's easy to be a one hit wonder. <laughs> it's a whole nother thing to have, uh, a sustained, um, uh, commitment to mm. being successful at something by simply being consistent with it because I don't know what the end result is going to be from all the work that we've done. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is if I'm consistent, then I've done my part. Mm. Um, if I'm consistent in my Bible studies, then I'm filling myself up to then pour out. If I'm consistent in the way that I approach the word, if I'm consistent in asking God to show me revelations, if I'm consistent mm. in showing up to record, like all yeah. of those things, if we weren't consistent in what we were doing, then this last year would have absolutely been a wash yeah. because you, you can't grow anything without consistency. Mm -mm. So that was that made me grow because commitment requires consistency. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my thing. Yeah, what made me grow really was the fact that I needed to dig so deep into the word mm -hmm. in order to fill myself up and to have overflow. Mm -hmm. I think Reverend Fomby said that in back in October mm -hmm. that you don't preach from what you what you're reading, you preach from the overflow. Mm -hmm. And Yes, she did. It was it's so important to me not just to get my daily devotional in just because up oh, check the box off. Right. But it's really important to dig into the word to look at the context in which um, the word was written and who who it's being written to so that we can speak from a place of um, knowledge and not just a place play, speaking from the heart is super important and it's something that we must do um, because I don't want it to be you know this is not a theological study of the Bible no this is not at all black girl to black girl We're not to other preaching. girls <laughs> about like what the Bible is saying to us but we have to have some kind of biblical foundation or we just gonna be um, milk Christian we gonna be breastfed Christians mm -hmm. we gonna be Marley First of all, that's what I like. My baby gained a lot of weight on her breast milk. Okay, my baby gained a lot of weight. Okay, yes, facts, but okay. you can't drink that. She be out here doing push-ups on my chest. Oh my okay? gosh! At three weeks, <laughs> she was asleep when I came over. She not. She was. Mm -mm. She was. And she soon, acted like Christina left the. <laughs> Three minutes later, Marley was up like, time to play. And I text Christina like, well. <laughs> I was there for three hours. She was acting like she was passed out. Like she was like a little drunk baby. <laughs> yep. 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 But like you can't stay on milk forever. You got to get to the meat. So for me, mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. really having that consistent study time, deep study time with God to make sure that we are actually giving um, sound and biblical truths. Because mm -hmm. Jason Jones would not have me up here saying anything he'd have pulled mm -hmm. the plug to his podcast <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if he thought that it wasn't up to par so and you know mm -hmm. speaking of breast milk i will tell you this because you, you learned so many things um, this is this is a whole nother world y'all this, this is a whole is nother story world about breast milk? um yes but uh, <laughs> but it goes to your point okay 
that um, when babies take in breast milk, the fir- the first thing they're taking in, they're taking that milk and they kind of what you call quote unquote draining the breast, right? <laughs> but then behind the breast milk is this fattier breast milk mm. that um, when people think that like the breast is empty, you actually have this fattier thing that's behind it. <laughs> so if this any guys listening, they're gonna be I'm like, turn the channel. <laughs> but go ahead, go first ahead. Of all, if, if y'all <laughs> have a, a child with a woman, you need to notice. <laughs> go ahead, go don't ahead. be ignorant. Okay. <laughs> But it, but the whole point is to say that if Marley didn't stick with it, mm. if she didn't spend time in the milk, <laughs> she wouldn't she wouldn't she wouldn't get the fatty stuff at the end that actually helps her to like gain weight mm. and be alert and all yeah. that kind of wonderful development stuff. Mm. It's the same thing. Like yeah. if you don't stay in the if you stay in the word long enough to just take a little sip sip then that's not enough Mm-mm. for your development as a Christian. Nope. You got to, you got to, you got to uh, fill up a jug of water and, mm-hmm. and get that living water deep down that inside. Water. You know what I'm saying? You got, <laughs> you got to waterboard yourself with the word. Yes, that's all I'm saying. Yourself with the I'm word. just saying waterboard you yourself with Jesus. You went from smoke to waterboarding that's yourself. Oh, that's okay. correct. You know what? I'll take it. So that's my correct. second question is <laughs> over the past year, what has really stood out to you? Whether it's an episode, whether it's a guest, whether it's a... It was a season for me. Okay. What's the season? The season of us calling each other from our houses on FaceTime. And <laughs> doing this podcast. Muting ourselves. <laughs> then calling into Zen, ca- uh, connecting to Zencaster was, is what it was. That was a disaster. We had to record and, one episode like three times. But this is the thing though. <laughs> but this is the thing though. It was so raw and mm-hmm. I feel like it was so... Um, authentic yeah because we just wanted to show up and get it done Mm. not not show up and get it done like check off a box but show up and do what we could and we knew that there would be growth but we were willing to go through that awkward (laughs) and it really was awkward (laughs) um even like listening to old episodes and kind of cringing a little bit (laughs) about the things that we said and did about the audio mishap right (laughs) but that season i think was it was so necessary mm-hmm, because I feel absolutely. like people are afraid to grow and mm-hmm. and people are afraid to be beginners. Yeah, and they're embarrassed of being a beginner. Yeah, and mm-hmm. look, I'm a I'm a lifelong learner. I mm-hmm. learning is where I find comfort, mm. and so even in the scary things where you're just starting out, the the idea of learning how to do ministry better, of learning mm-hmm. how to present better, of learning how to study better, because the way I study now is different than the way I studied then. Oh yeah, you know I implemented mm-hmm. when I was prepping for um, next week's. I was you know I put on the music. <laughs> You got in the mood. Mind, mind you, I had I had a I, I nursed Marley so that I could get her. You, you sit on the chest, so she was on the chest, and I had my computer on my knee, <laughs> just right around her, listening to Jesus, getting in, looking up the context, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's different than what we did. Epi- well, yeah. at least that's different than what I did. Episode one. <laughs> You well, know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not married to no preacher, so you know my daddy a preacher, but I ain't ask him how to do nothing until it was like episode ten, oh, fifteen yeah, no. type thing, and he was like, "Oh, here's a book on exegesis." I was like, uh, uh, <laughs> "Sir, <laughs> sir, please." But I say all that to say that season stands mm. out to me about our willingness to be beginners. Oh yeah, 
at our big ages of our mid thirties mm-hmm. of being women who like a decade in the, in the game of law and, <laughs> and willing to willing to go back to the beginning. Right. Right. To no, be a novice again. I think that's a good one. I told you I thought of a good one. Dang. <laughs> we bought microphones and everything. And then we didn't need them. <laughs> okay. Because Jim Jones learned how to figure out those microphones. Oh, my God. That was so much Googling. So Darn. much Googling. Trying to figure out how to put in like a uh, audio. The, sound effects. The, right. The sound effects. <laughs> oh, my God. Christina's terrible sound effects from the beginning. If you want to be amused, go listen to episode two. Just good lord oh gosh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> adopt that one because i think that's that's a really great example of what stands out mm-hmm. we've had some great guests on here for sure reverend Fami, we had mm-hmm. tam cease we had pastor battle we had uh, and of course erica saint bernard and you know i'm just honored that people want to hang out with us um on this podcast and they think people that we really respect and revere mm-hmm. think that we are doing something that impacts the kingdom yeah and not that we do things for others praise but it's really nice and really validating it's good to get that affirmation uh-huh they're sure on the yeah. right track so um yeah so that is all i have um <laughs> is that how you're ending? Oh my if, well what we want to hear from you guys i'm gonna put up a post on social media i want you to tell us um what was what is one of your favorite parts of the podcast whether it's a particular episode whether it was a particular guest whether it was a sticky statement we did um let us know what you loved and we will definitely um have that for our birthday kind of thing zhuzh that we are doing so um <laughs> so keisha can you close us up with our power prayer please sure if i close my eyes and fall asleep y'all that's just um, my oh sleep my dead. here we go <laughs> heavenly father god we thank you so much for this time god we thank you because of your faithfulness mm-hmm. to us god we thank you because of your faithfulness to those who are listening to us god we thank you for what you have done in this last year. Yes. How God. you have grown us, um, how you have shown us who you are and mm-hmm. where you are in our lives, how you've illuminated your presence for us, God, how you've provided uh, week after week mm-hmm. um, food to share with those who love you, um, yes, those God. who are getting to know you, God. We thank you, God, for the intimacy that you have afforded us mm-hmm. as your children to know that uh, no matter what we're going through, no matter what stage we're in, what age we are, mm-hmm. that we can turn to you and find refuge in you. Mm. And so God, as we think about how you have chosen us, how you've set us apart and how you've appointed each of us to do something in this world that reflects who you are and your provision and your power, God, that you would empower us to move beyond the fear that we may feel the trepidation that we may feel about starting over, Mm. um, starting from the beginning, God, and that you would empower us to walk in your will, because we know that the safest place for us is, is where your will has called us to go. So we thank you, God, for what you have set for each of us to do. And we ask God that as we walk in that, that you would continue to be faithful to us, that your presence would continue to um, uh, 
to empower us and that your safety and your love would continue to protect us. Thank you, God, for everything that you've done um, as we go around, as we go along in this week. God, show us in small and big ways where you are in our lives. Mm, we thank you right. and we praise you in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you so much Amen. for tuning in to another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast. Remember. We all <laughs> this is that we jumped sorry, in. Go ahead. I jumped in. Go ahead, go ahead. I jumped in early. <laughs> Remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. So, like the woman in Mark 14, eight, do, do what, what you, you can. can. See you next week. Bye bye.